beautiful, beautiful people, and welcome to Our Power is Within, a weekly podcast where you will hear inspiring testimonials by everyday people who have healed their bodies and minds of chronic pain, illness, and or dis-ease. Learn about different modalities for neurohacking, rewiring your brain, upgrading your mind, and healing your body so that you can take your power back. Wow is all I have to say today. (laughs) I hope that you will be as excited as I am as you listen to this wonderful conversation with Ashley Lauren. Let me start by saying that Ashley has the most wonderful laugh. I truly felt like I could feel her spirit every time she laughed. We get into the meat of her journey and all of the physical, mental, and emotional benefits that she has experienced along the way in her DNRS journey. Ashley is an absolute joy of a woman. She has this compassionate, kind heart and this beautiful desire to use the gift of healing and her gift of being able to bring people together to help them shine their lights brighter and collectively make a change in our world. And that is just what she is doing This weekend coming up, she's actually offering a wonderful and free rewiring retreat. Yes, I said free. (laughs) She will share some details in our chat, but I highly encourage you to sign up today while you still can. If you have any experience at all in neuroplasticity or brain rewiring training, there will be something informative and fun for all levels of retrainers. Ashley will talk about her vision for a platform that brings people together on this healing journey to create ongoing support and accountability. For those of you that are new listeners or who aren't familiar with DNRS, brain retraining or neuroplasticity, I will drop some links in the show notes for you to reference, but I will explain some terms we use briefly so that you can follow along comfortably. DNRS stands for Dynamic Neural Retraining System. It is a brain rewiring program designed by Annie Hopper. This program over time will help guide you into tapping into the self-healer you already are. We talk about rounds in this conversation. Rounds is simply referring to the actual tool we use in the program, which can be most simply described as using a combination of some wonderful tools to guide ourselves into a more positive mood. It goes way deeper than this, but this is the easiest way I can explain it for now. Lastly, I think we might mention the word it's in this discussion as well. And it's is a term we use to label all and any symptoms that we may feel and that we desire to heal. Okay, I think it's a good healthy, simple explanation, and the rest will be expanded upon in mine and Ashley's chat today. So without further ado, welcome, Ashley. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for being here with me today. I'm so excited to have this chat and share it with the listeners. And I wanted to start out by asking you what's going well for you today. Well, thank you for asking. Well, today is a Saturday, so that already is very well. <laughs> Gotta love the weekends. I love the weekends. 
So today, I mean, there's so much going well. I think that's, it's, it's, let's stick with what's going well today. I have my, I'm painting today outside, which is love. Your house? Just, no, painting like pictures in my backyard. Cool. Yeah, that's always fun to fit in art to my schedule. Always makes the day great. I think Mm -hmm. I will go paddle boarding today. Oh, you're talking all my love languages yeah. right now. <laughs> Literally. Art and paddleboarding. <laughs> I think we might take the camper van out to the coast to go paddleboarding. So that's an even funner. <laughs> mm, yes. All that. All that is good. And it's sunny. It has been it has been foggy, very foggy. So to see the blue sky and the sun is so lovely. I think we spent all last week in fog. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, with the fires in California, I don't think I saw the sun for like two weeks. It was hidden behind smoke. Yep. So I'm I'm <laughs> very happy. And it also feels like fall a little bit. Does it? it? Just a tiny, just a little tiny. I can mm. see mm-hmm. Not here. It's over 90 degrees. <laughs> no, it's hot up there. It is hot. It's actually going to be a really hot weekend in general. So. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Perfect paddleboarding weather then. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, so we're going to jump right in for the listeners. And I would love for you to share with us what brought you to DNRS, which I'm, you know, under, I'm understanding is kind of the catalyst that, you know, began your healing journey. I think so. I mean, one of, one of the many healing journeys. I. Mm can I'll be like both detailed and also not detailed at the same time I'll just start you kind of have to know the full story a bit um I had a really great childhood (laughs) and this is really really interesting though when a child this is maybe a little um into psychology but I have I'll say I have met people I have met people who have had a challenging childhood. In fact, I just met a really nice man on our camping trip, had a really challenging childhood. And he left home and he became such an incredibly fearless adventurer Mm. (laughs) because he had to, he had to find his own strength really young. And it doesn't happen for everybody that way. But some people, when they when they deal with adversity at a young age, some people manage to become very strong, capable people because they had to deal with adversity. Now, if you take a kid who had a really quite lovely upbringing till about 13, and then you bring in adversity, that can be very challenging not more so, but it just in a different way. So that's what I experienced is, oh, I had this really great childhood and then something upsetting happened and I um, had an eating disorder. So I was anorexic, bulimic, very badly from 13 on. So that was kind of the first, I always call it like the first, hmm, the first shakiness in the nervous system, the first little Ooh, something's something's shaky. So when you have the limbic system impairment, it all it 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 starts very small. And I see mm-hmm. it as when you're 
you have this very secure nervous system and at some point something happens and it becomes a little insecure, but just a little insecure. So I was already had a little shake and then went through that for most of my life. Um, you know, doing therapy, doing all the things you would do to work with that and try to come to wholeness. And I think then I got hit by a couple cars in my late twenties, which a, cu- a couple, yeah, a couple, not one, a couple. Yeah, a couple. I got hit by a car. Oh my god, twenty-seven. And were you on a bike? No, I was. I was crossing the street. I was oh my god, crossing the street, and there was a car going about forty, fifty miles an hour, and it just hit me. Um, wow. So that was. I don't like remember. I I did not break any. Nothing really bad happened to me, which oh. is kind of odd and in and of itself. I was running, so they said I was really loose. It was my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And um I just woke up on the pavement and you know, I eventually I had I just had like a fractured fibula and I had hit my head really hard, super hard mm. on the ground. So that happened about 27 and I didn't really notice anything more than normal. Um, and normal being having an eating disorder. And mm-hmm. um, when I was 29, I got hit by another car. <clears throat> what is this? I'm on a bike. Yeah, I know. It's really crazy. Um, <laughs> on a bike. And this time I broke my arm in half. Um, so I got surgery. And yeah. So, and then um, my injuries from the previous accident re repaint they got into paint a lot of pain so I was in a lot of pain um and I hit my head again so that's when I noticed more when I noticed the the effects of trauma I would say or the effects Mm -hmm. of just high stress because that's what trauma really is is a lot of stress in the nervous system that's when Mm -hmm. I started acting noticing and I was like oh there's a lot of stress I was like my body won't calm down because I've never I've never had like typical anxiety I've had the anxiety that comes with eating disorders but not I've been a pretty confident person most of my life um so that's when I really felt the the tipping the tipping over into my something's going on with my brain Mm mm-hmm and then after that, I think it was like a couple more years, two more years. And then I'm still not sure what happened. I couldn't be positive. I had been in a, the, relation, the same relationship that I'm in right now for about a year, I think. And it was all fine. It was good. So this is where it gets a little weird, where it's like, well, what happened? And I'm like, I don't really know. It could have been, <laughs> it could have been the parasite cleanse I did. Because <laughs> hmm. right after that, my nervous system just, it just like, it was really weird. It, one day it was okay. And the next day it jumped into fight or flight feeling. Hmm. But it, it, does that make sense? So it wasn't my brain. Yeah. It was just my nervous system. One day was like what the fuck and it never stopped mm-hmm. it didn't stop so that is kind of the weird mystery um and then what 
came after that because once you have an activated nervous system, it also activates, you know, the fear in your brain and the fear in your brain activates this cycle of what's wrong in the outside world and what can I worry about? Mm-hmm. Starts the cycle of really uncomfortable things. So mine obsessed about my relationship and turned into this very uncomfortable, what people would call in the psychological world, disorganized attachment, um, which just means, and for any anyone who deals with this challenge, it's just, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's very challenging. But it means that you both want to be attached to people, but, but you can't at the same time. So there's these equal and opposite forces of almost, you would say, survival. So it's a very strong force. And, and part of you wants to be there and part of you can't be there. So there's this constant push and pull where you can't leave, but you can't stay. Mm. So that's what m- my limbic loops turn looked at focused on the most over and over and over again um and that kind of turned into why I showed up in DNRX Mm -hmm. Uh, and we don't have to go into detail but do you did you it sounds or I'm not sure did this lead to physical like symptoms Um, yeah totally totally uh okay okay like not like like most people have that I that I'm friends with had had way, you know, they have doctors telling them they have these <laughs> diagnoses. I I didn't want a diagnosis. Um, yeah, I yeah. Didn't, and I don't. Yeah, I just never could get one. But yes, it did eventually. So, what I want to explain what a little bit what happened though is what I mentioned in the beginning that you start with this somewhat stable foundation, and each thing that upsets that or raises the stress level creates more insecurity in the brain in the limbic brain so when you when you have an eating disorder when you have you get hit in the head by a a car when you get hit by another car your limbic brain or your nervous system same pretty much same thing they become really shaky super Mm -hmm. so then when you're dealing with all this shakiness and then let's say you have a medical trauma like you your body just reacts badly to something. Your all of your old trauma, so we call them pops or limiting beliefs in the DNRS language. Mm-hmm. They become bigger. They get exaggerated. Yes. So it's 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 not that many years ago, before the accidents, I could have probably dealt with the psychological whatever was happening in my psychology, but mm-hmm. with the effects of more trauma and trauma likes to root into the roots of your, of your past trauma. So whatever you dealt with when you were a kid, as an adult, when you get these little challenges, it goes back down to those belief systems, those POPs. So now you have these exaggerated belief systems that create its. Mm-hmm. And mine were, a lot of digestive stuff, a lot of very uncomfortable digestive stuff, um, like liver, all, all of my, all of my organs in my body. Um, of course, tiredness, fatigue, 
I would say that I was riding on cortisol 24 <clears> seven. <throat> my, my, my nervous system never calmed down for like five years. You felt it. It's you, you said something early on where you literally kind of put the association and you could actually feel that, that shift in your nervous system. Oh, I, I felt it. And then I, yeah. And then it just stayed for yeah. a long, long, and I just learned to live like that. Mm-hmm. I had a very similar experience. There was like one thing that was that icing on the cake. I already had so many things, right? That were just kind of leading up to it. But I can remember a very pivotal moment of a trauma where I literally felt like the inside of my body was shaking. And I thought, I can't handle another thing that that causes me stress. Like I'm on the brinks of you know, a physical meltdown. <laughs> so yeah, I very much also remember that just feeling that immediate shift. The brain, the brain, kind, I don't want to say it, it breaks because that's not a great term, but it, it does. <laughs> that's what happens. It, you, it gets scrambled. Like a, yeah, like a vase you fill up and you it only is like, I can't take it anymore. So yeah, it, mm-hmm. it went over the side. And when it goes over the side, it's like, oh, you know, pops, pop central. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely understand. So, how did you how did you find DNRS? How did you stumble upon it? What brought you to it? Actually, this I mean, I, I I like hesitate to tell the whole story, but um, I I would say yes, my pops, my it, sorry, were physical, but they're also very psychological, like. Mm-hmm you know how the belly affects the brain and this whole system affects each other. So there was just this incredible discomfort psychologically, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally. And I think at one point I was <clears throat> considering moving to a state where they would help with assisted suicide. Um, wow. Because it was, I'm pretty fucking tough. So it's like, you know, it's gotten to the point where, and it was, it was like everyone else's story. I would, I, I was in the emergency room like every week for a while. I went to all the doctors, I got all the tests and all the tests mm-hmm. were fine. And then I started going to the naturopath doctors and they're really expensive. <laughs> they're tough yes. And they would give me supplements because, you know, maybe one of the tests was like weird, but then the supplements would make it worse. Uh, and not better. And of course it does. Like, I mean, I could medically explain to you why it does, but I won't go into that right now. <laughs> yeah. When someone's in a state of limbic impairment. Um, yeah, it makes sense. So I, I did all that and I was just like lost. I've been to all the therapists, all the things, I've done all the stuff, you know, it just seemed helpless. And so I was at a grocery store and I, can't even remember how the topic got started, but we met one of my, like, not close friends, but a, a person I know, and she mentioned DNRS. Hmm. I don't even think I really understood what it was. I think that I, I called them. You know how they they're like, you have a free call, and they'll call you back for like an hour. And so I called them, and I, and I was like, okay, like they sound like what they know what they're talking about exactly, and. I was in. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> that's awesome. You went right in. I that's how I do that's how I do things. Everything that's- from meditation retreats to anything. I'm like, don't think about it too much, just do it. <laughs> that's 
That's awesome. <laughs> so did you actually go to a seminar? Or did you just do the at home version? I did. I went to the, I, and I, I could be the wrong year. <laughs> I think it was the 2017 Ojai. Um, so awesome. Yeah. With a lot of lovely, lovely, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there and I, I was just in it. I was in it to win it when she was like, she was like, do, I can't even remember how many, you know, like the, the first or maybe the second day, I can't remember what day, but the teachers are like, go do the steps. Mm-hmm. Like the first five steps, like a hundred times or something. Yes. Like I, I, I think did you're it. right. I did it a hundred times. <laughs> I did too. I did it at home though, but I did do it. I did. And at that point I thought that was the whole thing. Cause it was just the first part of the steps. And I'm like, Oh, this is it. This is all I have to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely a way to get it memorized really fast. Yeah. I did that. Well, also my, you know, I didn't have any money. So my mom paid for it for me. And I was like, I, <laughs> I'm not going to let this go. My mom paid like whatever thousands of dollars for me for this thing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. So that was, That's that was awesome. That. And you did it for what you said. Um, that was about three to four years. Three. Oh, yeah. Three to four years almost. Yep. Still, so... I mean, still helps. Still is a wonderful vibration changer. Absolutely. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, very dedicated. <laughs> so what would you say <laughs> are like the most, what are the successes, the wins that you had along the way, milestones, you know, when you're posting updates in your journal or on the forum, what were the things that just brought you so much joy that you highlighted that you remember were the catalysts where you were like, this is working, this is making, you know, this is changing things. Mm-hmm. And well, I'll start with two. So people who are out there know that I had my, I had quite a reaction to the rounds at the beginning. Um, Instead of calming me down, (laughs) they made it, they made my nervous system more reactive. Um, Mm, But I still, I just kept kept doing it. I just kept doing Mm -hmm. it. There was no other option. I was just. Did you do calming rounds? I did. I did all of it. My, and the calming my, rounds were even. Yeah. It's because I, I don't know if people's nervous systems, I know some people's, but mine was at a level of a 10. So like if you think one to a 10, I was at a 12 mm-hmm. for five years yeah. with no breaks, no breaks. Yeah. So you imagine trying to introduce calm to that yeah. state situation. It, Absolutely. It's, it's like, wait, 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 we don't know what this is. This is scary. You know, this yeah. is different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm with that. It's like, I just still did it. I still did it. And, and then it changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the same experience, but I noticed it specifically when I did uh, make made up past memories. Right. Yeah. So whenever I made stuff up, it's like, I felt that resistance in my nervous system, but I agree with you. And I said, Oh, I need this more. And I kept doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yeah. All you, all you, sometimes I even found that once in a while, like just listening to a song that I loved in the mm-hmm. past or in the future, I would use those as 
and just really imagine myself in that song or in, in rather than saying stuff, I would just be in the music because music really changes also the mm-hmm. vibration. Absolutely. Um, so I did that yeah. It was really That's awesome. Uncomfortable. Like I'm still going to do the step because really it's about st- <laughs> stopping, you know, recognizing what's happening mm-hmm. and stopping it and getting to a good feeling and the visualizations are a way to get. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways to do that too. If you need to. So you, my guess is that you're going to talk about a success when that kind of shifted. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't remember when it shifted. Thank you for getting back to me, but it did shift. Um, I think the Uh first year I, let's see, the first year I started, we, we went, to travel to Europe for three months. Um, so that was a big, awesome thing to do. I think it was like eight months after I started. Um, wow, that's big huge. Trip. That was awesome. Um, I think it, it was so over time. It was so over time. Like, so, like, like I couldn't pinpoint and say, oh, that's when that stopped. But I know after about a year and a half, two years, I, it's been so long, I don't remember anymore like all the physical it's had stopped. So I could eat, I could eat anything. I still don't eat dairy. Cause I, that's, I have actually like an allergy to that. And I haven't really wanted to deal with it because I've never eaten cheese mm-hmm. in my life. And I don't really care about yeah. cheese. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, and that's the thing that's empowering is we get to just make choices. Yeah. Like, Hey, I can work on rewiring this or, or just not. Yeah. So the stomach thing, oh gosh, yeah, it got so much better. And then my nervous system also started to calm down so I could do yoga again. Mm. It was amazing because I couldn't do that for a long time because it was too slow. But I could do yoga and I could, I learned, um, I think last year or the year before, I did a, I went, got into TM meditation, transcendental meditation. Nice. I love meditation, but I couldn't do that before. So that was awesome. Um, oh, I, I did start a business, uh, I think a year after. Yeah, a year after I started, I started a face painting kids entertainment business in, in this area. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. It had its like ups and downs, but it really helped me move my brain's focus because my brain was very obsessive about how do I fix the relationship, relationship, relationship? As I told you, that was the, mm-hmm. and so it really helped me shift the focus off of it to this other thing that I was doing. And then I, I did it until COVID. And now of course I'm not working and it really helped me just, I didn't, it's kind of like, I didn't need to focus on that thing. I just needed space to move through it where I wasn't focusing on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, here's yeah. another, here's another good one. Oh my gosh, um, you know I've had an eating disorder for too, so long, twenty five years, twenty five years, um, and it's like ninety nine point nine percent better. Mm, that's a yeah. huge win. It's huge. It's I remember when my goal in life was to be able to eat food with my friends and relax. Yes which seems so normal to people, but right. I, yeah. And it's, I, I do it all the time. It's, there's no other, I don't have, there's no other pathway open anymore. That's it. That's it. That is, that so. is awesome. 
Oh, like, that's so good to hear. Yeah, I don't count calories anymore. I don't do those weird obsessive things. So, and my relationship, I think, with movement has gotten way is so much improved. Mm. So much improved, and my body. Oh my gosh, so much. Oh, just like so much, so much improved. Um, and your body is so happy with you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because DNRS in a way gave me a way to not have to. It wasn't like go get psychologically fixed. Mm-hmm. It was like focus on positive things. Yeah, and that really actually helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. You're. I mean, you're literally. We we are taught. We're giving this beautiful tool that literally teaches us that we have a choice. Yep, and the power to choose to step into a positive emotion. It's not fake it till you make it rah, rah, everything's perfect. It's like, hey, I have a choice right now to go in my bedroom and shut the door and bring myself into this into this positive space where my body actually feels a physiological shift in this emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I just get excited just thinking about that because it's so empowering. <laughs> it's so empowering and it's such, it's just, I remember reading how people with OCD, um, like re- really bad OCD, how they, their treatment plan. And when I thought about them, because basically what they have to do is when they want to do something, so they want to, I don't know, touch a, a doorknob really bad. They can't, they can't do it. Like they have to hold themselves back from doing it. And that's, that's, you know, now, now, probably in the future, hopefully there'll be easier ways of dealing with it, but that's how they stop those compulsions. And I just would think about how hard they have to work like this. There are people in the world who have to do really hard things to be well. And so when this practice became like, I have to choose to stop this pop right now, I have to choose to take a a break. I have to choose this thing. I would just think about, I'm not the only one here doing this. There's a lot of other people who have these life journeys, these paths that take this kind of commitment. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not alone. And I'm not going to just like, I'm not going to give up because they, they can't give up. Yeah. Well, oh, they could, but where would that lead them? No, they where would that lead any of us? You can't. You can't. You just have to keep going with gentleness and patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of feel once, once you learn that you can take your power back. How I, I just for me, I could never give it away again. <laughs> no, know? beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is all awesome. And I'm so excited for you. Uh, I think those are huge wins, and yeah. I thank you for sharing. Oh, I'll share another <laughs> one. Here's another. Okay. I was just like, share away. <laughs> um, my family was—I uh, didn't have the best connections, let's say, with my family um, because of the past. And you know what? I pretty much not fixed them. That's not the right word. Right word. I I found in my heart this place where I could connect without. Anger, anger or fear or resentment mm. and where I this is still in, prog- in progress but where I feel like I deserve this love and care mm. that's but huge just getting back in touch with my family with my grandma who's 101 
Wow. <laughs> and 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 being having, you know, this connection between my dad and I and my mom and my sister and I, all these healing things where if 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 I hadn't been the one to reach out and do it, it would have never gotten to where it is now. So I'm very grateful for that is a huge part of my healing. And I think comes from a big part of it comes from doing the memories and reminding myself, Oh my gosh, like, and, and just doing the work and recognizing eventually that, Oh, they're just human too. Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, you know what? I, I feel the same way. I, I don't know if you did ever, um, made up memories Mm-hmm. I did, but in doing that, what I personally learned was it brought it started bringing me back into my childhood and then it because I was so focused on positives, it started bringing me back to all these really beautiful positive experiences I did have mm-hmm. and it helped me see my family in a completely different light. And I don't know if my mom is li- going to listen to this, but for mm-hmm. me it uh, things were on my end a little rough for a while. There was a struggle where we were uh, butting heads really bad. And I had some, I didn't realize until I was doing this work that I had some serious resentment built up and it's gone. It's just, I can see from this work, I see all the beautiful layers of how she showed up as a mother. And I have this totally different respect and appreciation now today that I didn't one year ago. Yep. I, I think that's yeah. a big, a big part of all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's worth, that's worth, that's worth everything. (laughs) It really, it makes my heart just glow. Mm -hmm. Like my family, just knowing that they're there Mm -hmm. and without those vibrations of like hate or resentment, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. And to be able to tell them, what I'm going through and have them be patient and care and has been really great too. And to be able to speak more calmly with them in times of, of conflict, because I'm focused on this solution oriented, positive, um, expressing my feelings with, with, um, with owning them mm-hmm. to communicate better. Yeah. So that's been really cool to see that I'm the one who kind of can bring people together, not Mm -hmm. even intentionally. It's just like, I'm good at it now. That's awesome. It's a gift. It is a gift. It's funny because I was going to ask you um, if there were many mental perspective shifts from DNRS so (laughs) that it wasn't just about the physical. And I feel like we kind of just went in that direction naturally. (laughs) For me, it's all about the psychological. I think for Mm -hmm. different people, it's different. And that's just per their life circumstances. And that's awesome. But for me, mine is, it always has been mainly psychological and, um, and dealing with, hmm, just insecurity, Mm -hmm. general deep insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. In my even in my podcast intro, I talked about how about just a few months into DNRS, my driving force wasn't even the. I mean, the physical stuff is what brought me into it. But the minute I realized that I had this empowering 
ability to actually create and manifest my whole <laughs> story and change my story and change my behaviors. Uh, that was huge. And it was, it was a catalyst. That was, that was what kept me going. I was like, I, okay, who cares about the physical stuff? That's going to all fall to the wayside when I get this mind right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I completely understand. <laughs> um, lots of great stuff that you're sharing, lots of kind of milestones, successes, wins, things that we're talking about. Do you feel that there like so so looking at everything yeah. do you feel there's one thing that's like the greatest gift from mm. all of this hmm, let me just sit with that question for a second um the greatest gift in all of this yes i feel like i am still coming into it i feel like for myself i have taken the long road of blossoming mm -hmm. because that's what i wanted that's what I chose. And that's the situation in my life I'm in. So I have to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I'm being met with, I peeled back the layers of the onion and I, yes. I'm at the center of the onion. I have mm. those beliefs. I see you. I see you. I see you. Oh, I see the cause of all of this from an emotional, psychological perspective. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm in the heart of this. So I could say, that what it is giving me is a sense of my deepest, truest, most authentic self. Mm. And that that it. is a process. And, and, and I don't know if it's ever done. I don't know if it's ever like, Oh, I'm done. But mm -mm. <laughs> by, by being able to be empowered to change my life and change my mind and even if it's not perfect every day or whatever, each day I grasp that tool, I become my own hero. And mm. it's something I learned in psychology a long time ago is that there's this triangulation between hero, perpetrator, and victim. And as long as you're in the world and you're either calling someone a hero, that could be a doctor or someone I feel like, or a perpetrator could be an it, uh, mm -hmm. whatever it is. But as long as there's someone else in this triangle, it's going to be really hard for you to get to heal properly all the way. So in order to do that, I have to become my own hero. No one else is my hero. I'm my own hero. I recognize that the perpetrator is possibly my limbic brain. Oh, that's doing that. Okay, well, I'm the hero. I can take care of that. And the victim, there, there doesn't have to be a victim, but you could look at it like the child inside of you that you get to hold and have compassion for. So you're holding this, this cycle in you. And for me, that's how I feel most. Um, I begin to feel most like myself. Mm -hmm. This is the best analogy I've ever heard <laughs> to explain this. Yeah, it's 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 becoming secure. If anyone has read books on attachment, which you know are awesome, they're very interesting. But the whole process of limbic impairment is basically on the basic level, it's just insecurity, emotional mm -hmm. insecurity that creates, of course, because our emotions are deeply connected to our physiological being, creates insecurity in the nervous system, in the brain, which over time uh, 
can become this overwhelming limbic impairment, these autoimmune disorders, these inflammatory disorders, all this stuff, it's all connected. So on a base level, we are coming into our own self-security. And that is the greatest gift you can have because when you're secure and authentic, you shine a light that is so incredibly contained and bright that people have to take notice of it and you can really help change the world. Mm-hmm. You become that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are no longer carrying anyone else's darkness or any of your own insecurity. You're carrying this security. And even if it's not perfect, even if you're like, oh, today I felt bad about myself. It's like, as long as you notice that and can have compassion for that, you're, yeah. still, you're still doing it. You're still doing it. 100% progress, no. not perfection. No. no. And it's a journey. It's a journey. I think it's a life journey. I'm still on the journey. I'm on the journey every day, especially in a relationship and a primary partnership. You are on that journey. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You can have someone like completely caring and awesome and wonderful. You're still on that journey with them. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what better journey to be on than your own hero's journey? It's, I feel like Odysseus or who are these other like heroes that went on these great, I do. I feel like that. Definitely feel like that. And we all are. And I think I've always seen DNRS as this tool for creating superheroes. <clears throat> um, if that, mm. excuse me, <clears throat> if that's where people choose to take it. Mm-hmm. People, and People can choose to take it again as far as they want to where they feel like, oh, this is good for me. I'm recovered and that's totally fine. But you can choose to take it and you can choose to acknowledge. This is the funny part. It's like we've already all done this practice and we think it's normal at this point to do this practice. And we forget that what we did was we saved our own lives, a life that no $500 an hour doctor could have fixed a, a life that, Mm-mm. you know, the most amazing natural path or the most amazing Western doctor and the most amazing blah, blah, blah. They, they couldn't fix, you know, the, the, the biofeedback that I did that cost so much money. It didn't do anything, you know, they couldn't fix that. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget, and I forget that we have just changed our lives. We have changed our brain chemistry. We have changed our our, our physiology, we have changed our emotional state. And that is incredible. It is <laughs> beyond this world. It is beyond this world. And I think because we, it is so normal to some of us at this point, we forget, you know, it's like saying, oh, celebrate, celebrate. But dude, we just, we're a medical miracle, all of us, a mm-hmm. medical miracle. Yes. And because and because nobody's coming to us going, you're a medical miracle, I think we forget what we did. And because life always has new avenues and aspects to deal with, but we are a medical miracle. We're super, we're super human. That's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll be superhuman. Why not? No, it's true. I I do it's something for me though that I definitely I try every single day to remind myself and and praise myself and be like, you're, you know, like you showed up for yourself because this work is simple, but it's not easy. And no. 
to show up day in and day out and day in and day out. There's, you know, I, I want the world to experience this. I think everyone could benefit, but it takes, um, it takes a great deal of commitment and discipline to show up for yourself over and over, especially on the days it's really hard and you butt heads with that resistance, you know? So for me, I've definitely learned to really not take it for granted and really remind myself every day, you know, even if it's a day that I might only do half of my commitment, it's like, Hey, you still showed up. I love it. That's so great. And that's, you know, like you're here and, and that's all part for me. It's a huge, it's been a huge catalyst in self-love and yeah, like you've said the word over and over is self-compassion. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie, The Hero's Journey by, uh, I think it's Campbell? I didn't. No. Was that Joseph Campbell? Uh, Joseph Campbell. It's a great movie. (laughs) Yeah. Watch it for just like when you need some inspiration. Okay. Say it again. Yeah. It's it's a book. I I think. Yes. It's a book and it was made into a movie. It's a really good movie. Okay. I will watch it. Um, So, I guess. I was gonna, so this is a tool. Do you see yourself using it for life? Using it for life. Using it for life. No, definitely not. No, there is an end date. Okay. <laughs> you just don't know what that is yet. But, but there is an end date. We'll say and, and yeah, there are things that I will do differently that evoke similar responses. So, Mm -hmm. um, that will be like the ritual of the day. So I'll still have the similar ritual, but it might look more like I meditate for an hour a day Yeah, because that's what I really like. Or I, um, I do prayer and ritual in the mornings on my altar because that's what really feels good to me. So it's, it's again, finding ourselves, these places, these things that feel good that I feel like eventually I'll transition just to those things. And that's what will hold me as I continue to grow. And I Mm -hmm. always love, I love growing stuff. But as I said, I really believe I'm at the center of my onion. Yes. Uh, So I'm not quite sure what happens when you're don't have that there anymore. I don't know. I wrote a poem about peeling back the layers of the onion too. in in regarding my, my healing journey. (laughs) I'm like, this, so, is, this is the, I mean, I've been looking for it for 25 years, so. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think as long as it needs to be, I enjoy it, but it will be replaced by some other really awesome, lovely thing someday. Yeah. So you're going to have tools. I mean, and basically you're committed to doing things that help you feel good. I'm committed to doing things that are or yeah, doing things that help me feel good. Not even that help me feel good, that feel good. That feel good. Yes, that's a way better way to put it. That feel good. Mm -hmm. I wonder if our, I wonder if the resistance to doing the things that feel good ever completely go away, or if there's always a little bit, or if if we always have moments where we kind of bump up against it. I'm sure. I mean, there's always glass ceilings. There's always glass. If you're growing, you'll meet a glass ceiling. But Mm-hmm. You don't have to continue to exponentially grow your whole life. Like you could get to a point where you're like, I like, this is good for now. <laughs> I like me out. right now. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. But no, I feel, I feel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say joy is an interesting thing to retrain. It's an interesting yeah. 
thing to retrain when all you've experienced is the opposite for a long time. Absolutely. So, yep. Yeah. Like, like experiencing calm after you've experienced a heightened exactly. nervous system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Experienced very uncomfortable sensations, you know, they're, it take, just takes time. It takes time and, and really a lot of compassion because mm-hmm. in, in the rounds, you can do them many different ways, but if you can do them with love and compassion, you're doing two things at the same time. Yes. So true. Yeah. So true. I don't know if this was your experience, but I have to say this as a quick side note and then I'm going to move on. <laughs> when I sometimes do my rounds, I am on top of the world and I'm so excited and I just love that I'm this manifester and that I get to create my life. And I tell myself, how could you not want to do this every day all the time? <laughs> and then like the next day comes up and I'm, I go through that resistance where I'm, mm, I don't want to today. And I have all these other things I want to do. And it's like, but wait, don't you remember yesterday how good it felt? <laughs> um, yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I think it's only two months. I know some people are way more organized. I mean, I'm a very organized person, but not a routine person. Mm-mm, me neither. I have these amazing routines where like, I do two in the morning. I do two in the evening. And I'm like, wow, you're incredible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not like that. So, um, so I guess there's a, a couple things like that I do for that. Um, I do try to plan my day the best I can. I have a little day planner that I fill out in the evening before and I put in when I'm going to do my rounds. It doesn't always happen like that, but I, even if it's late at night, like 11 o'clock, I'll finish my rounds. Even if, oh, I, even so if I fall asleep doing it, I will do it. Um, but another thing is having accountability buddies is lovely. Um, especially if you're just starting out, it's so great to get a buddy. And then we do these 21 to 30 day accountability practices where you text each other when you're done and share something you're grateful for. So that's been very helpful as well for me. Nice. Yeah. What would be your one message to the listeners for anyone out there who they're in the rut, they're in the thick of it. They don't know where to go next. They've tried all the things outside of themselves and they're feeling really, they're feeling lost right now. They're listening to this. They're kind of inspired. They're, they're intrigued. They're curious. What's your, what's your message for everybody out there? I would say everyone has their own path first. And so when I say something worked for me, um, I know that DNRS can work for everybody. I am completely, I know it, but some people don't have the stamina, <laughs> you know, or, or have the, the conviction I think that I had and a lot of other people have. And um, I, I think that eventually people will find their way, their own way. I, be, I believe that if you believe in yourself, and you believe in your journey, and it's really hard, and it's really hard sometimes that you'll find your way. Um, and I would say definitely don't give up. The world is changing and growing in beautiful, amazing ways. And there are answers here right now because I didn't know DNRS existed at some time, and then it did, and I was like, what? This is insane. This exists. But more answers are coming. Yes. And 
any of the answers that you get that are self-empowering, that are you empowering, that you take control, I believe that is the answer you want to choose, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. That's what I, I love it. Thank you for sharing. I love it. All right, Ashley, guess what? what? I want you to get to tell me about what you have going on these days because I want the listeners to know all about this super amazing, wonderful virtual retreat you have coming up. Okay. I like need more water, but I can't get it right now. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so this is very new. This was COVID-inspired. A moment of inspiration is what created this. But we have the Rewiring Wellness Retreat coming up September 19th and 20th. It's from 9 to 1 p.m. PDT, that's Pacific Daylight Time, <laughs> on Saturday, that Saturday and Sunday. And this retreat, this specific retreat, because there will be more, more retreats in the future, but this retreat is really for people who have done a brain retraining program already of some kind or may have started it and not finished it. Something where they know the basics of like DNRS, Gupta, Joe Dispenza. I think there's some other things, lightning process, different, different things like that, where people understand this idea of neuroplasticity and what it takes to actually shift your brain chemistry to shift your physiology. So that's, those are the invitees for this specific retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have some good, amazing speakers. We have uh, laughter yoga, Bianca Spears, Robert Rivest. We have Lindsay Mitchell, who's created her own very awesome programs that are for healing chronic illness and um, creating more neuroplasticity in the brain. She's amazing. And then we have a bunch of amazing speakers who are actually both recovered DNRS people and people who are in the emergent thrive phase of recovery. So that is really awesome that we have these people who are ready to step into more of their, hey, I have something to share with you role and just help everybody. Awesome. Yeah. And where can they find you? They can find me at www.rewiringyourwellness.com. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll actually be adding a link in the show notes. Is, um, I'll just give a little bit of a little bit of background information on. So, rewiring your wellness itself is a platform. What what I want to start calling a platform for wellness in rewiring your brain. So this will be a place eventually. Right now it is the hub for this retreat, as well as an awesome blog that is still in the works. But we will have about, oh gosh, so many. How many was it? It was like three to four posts a week on the blog from different um, speakers, from different writers. Trying to think of lots of different cool topics, many different amazing topics. So that is the first offering after the retreat. But in all eventuality, this will be a place to find buddies, to create WhatsApp groups, to find different projects or processes or teachers or courses, 
Um, and we'll also have a podcast, probably not until 2021, really, at this point. And we'll also have a really awesome store to just buy cute little brain-related, wellness-related, fun celebration gifts for people or friends. I love it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it's it's going to take its time. It's going to unfold naturally. And Absolutely. we'll have more events um, in the future, too. Yeah. So that's kind of the the awesomeness that everyone is creating together. It's not just me. It really is because of the interests of the participants and the speakers. It is, it is everybody. Um, I couldn't, I would not have wanted to do it by myself. I'll just say that I'm happy to be um, collaborating and um, my friend Holly from happy chill fun time is hosting it with me. And she's made these incredible. I don't know if you listened to them yet, but they yeah, she's adorable. Podcasts ever the ten minute vacation mini meditation podcasts. Happy chill fun time, so amazing and um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to get her on the show so she can talk she's about so it. Cute. It's so cute, so cute. She's awesome, and my friend Kelsey is. She's been creating her meditation presence. She's a meditation teacher, and so all these wonderful people who are coming into the world and stepping into their wholeness. This is just a great way to do it together. Mm-hmm. And the world needs it now more than ever. It, it really does. Yeah. And yeah. such cool people. <laughs> I think you call it like stepping out with each other that I want to, I want to give them all the praise that they deserve. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. I'm so excited. I will be joining in on all of this good stuff. And where can people find you personally? Are you in the world of social media? I am. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm kind of like of the older, what generation am I? I'm the 38 year old generation that <laughs> knows a little bit about social media, but not that much. So my uh, feed is not the most beautiful, but whatever. <laughs> it's colorful. Um, you can find me at Rose Colored Warrior exactly how it sounds at on Instagram and I believe on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been doing those really cool little mini lives on, on Fridays. Yeah. The re the rewire live yeah. Instagram takeovers Fridays at noon PDT. Um, I love it. My, and they're also saved on IGTV if anyone wants to look at it too there. Yeah. And for anyone listening right now, I just wanted to say that you I highly recommend these little lives. They're absolutely fun. And you don't need to be in a brain retraining program to experience the benefits of them and to just learn some really cool, simple tricks and tips. So I would really encourage the Friday Friday lives. It is true. Yes. I was going to mention something. Oh, yeah. We are also have a are starting, we kind of have to build this Facebook community because this will be where people can meet up in order to make groups. Group mm-hmm. of collaboration and connection, and it's called re. I think it's called Rewiring Wellness Community on Facebook. Okay, I'll yeah. make sure I put that yeah. uh, exact link in the show notes too for you. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. it. Awesome, Ashley. Do you have anything else that you feel inspired or called to share with the listeners that I have not asked you about yet? When I feel like we've talked about everything. It's been, it's been fun. (laughs) I guess I would say if there's people out there who get the message and 
they want to collaborate. I'm looking for some artists to do some t-shirt designs, do some designs on different things that are all wellness brain related. I would love to work with people who are healing and healed and in this wellness community to do that. Looking, Always looking for people to talk with, to collaborate with, to present on the platform itself. If there is a amazing offering that I really think would benefit our people like the let's work together let's really rise together in all of this and take each other along with us to to our healing and wholeness I love it thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. awesome all right well with that then I think we'll leave it at that thank you so much I appreciate it (laughs) yeah all right self-healers that is a wrap I hope that you received some inspiration in Ashley's message today. I know I did. And I thank you once again for being here on this healing journey with me and tuning in weekly. If this message resonates with you, I ask that you please download, rate, and review to help me get the message I am sharing out as far and wide as possible because I think it is an important message for people out there to hear. And if you have a friend who could benefit from this story shared today, send them a text right away with the link. And until next time, make this week great. I'm your host, Chaz Smith.